Hey y'all, welcome to the San Antonio College Kyle Podcast. My name is Luis Roscoe and I will be your host for this podcast and every other episode past this. Um, so be prepared to hear my voice a lot. Uh, but before we get started, uh, I just wanted to share why we do this. So we believe that Jesus wants to know you um, and that it's as simple as getting to know a friend. Um, he, want, he reveals himself through scripture, uh, through the people around you. And it doesn't take some uh, theological degree to know him or to grow up a Christian your entire life to know him. Um, He reveals himself to us every day in new ways. And we love it and we want you to experience that too. Um, So that's kind of why we do this. Um, Let's introduce my guest today. So my guest today is my beautiful wife, Kayla. Kayla, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh Yeah, so I'm Kayla. I am your wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been married for near five years now, mm-hmm. um, and we have three kids, one girl, she's about three years old, going to be four in a few months, actually, mm-hmm. and then we have two twin boys who are one, so our house is, uh, always a party, yep, always. <laughs> always a party, so if you, if you ever watch our stories, like on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see how crazy and fun and lively and everything <laughs> that it gets, um, but we do that. I also help you <laughs> with uh, being a missionary at San Antonio College, and we just desire to see students to come to know Christ and um, just make that a normal thing. You know, like it, it should be a normal thing. Um, and then we are also, I also am helping with a church plant downtown with you as well. Yep. Uh, you know this. Our <laughs> listeners may not know that. And then I also am a student on the side. Yep, you wear a lot of different hats around Yeah. Here. It's awesome. I get to see her do everything, and it's amazing to see uh, her flourish in that. So I'm grateful for you being with me. Thanks. But, um, so are you ready for take two? Yes, I think so. <laughs> so just so you all know, we recorded a podcast on Sunday, and my laptop decided not to turn on, so I wasn't able to publish it. So this is round two. Mm-hmm. Um, practice. But, yeah, <laughs> practice. Practice makes perfect, you know? Yeah. But um, before uh, we get into it, let's just talk a little bit about the topic. So uh, today the topic is Jesus is God. And uh, we started with this topic because we believe it is foundational to every other uh, podcast episode that we'll have past this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll talk a little bit about Jesus is a friend, Jesus is the good shepherd, uh, Jesus is a servant, and ultimately the last episode will be Jesus is a savior. Um, but I think this hinges, like everything hinges upon this topic um, because it makes every other topic past this more amazing. So uh, I think this is kind of why we started with this. So uh, let's kind of just get started. So super easy question the first <laughs> round. Um, but why is it important that Jesus is God? Um, well, I mean, just even thinking about that statement, Jesus is God. Uh, Jesus can like proclaims that about himself and you hear other people say that about him, but like ultimately this claim and all of the other ones that he says mm-hmm. cause us to make a decision like it brings us to a decision point in our life where we have to choose whether we believe it or not and what are we going to do after that, you know? Yeah. So ultimately, like Jesus' claims are making a claim on our life. Mm, that's good. You know, and so it's important because if Jesus is claiming that he's God and he's the only one, 
like he's the only way, then that it goes against like it it sets apart from everything else like the world is proclaiming. Yeah. You know, so that's that's a big thing to live by and yeah. it changes how we live. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, uh, that's that's so good. I think that's amazing. I, um, you know, like I said, every topic that we talk about after this hinges upon this. It makes everything more amazing, uh, more beautiful, more fantastic, you know. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think that this sets Christianity apart mm-hmm. um, because he claims such, you know, wild claims about himself that no you know no no man would usually claim you know and, and if he did around now we'd say he's crazy you know we'd be like that's a crazy person yeah it it makes me think about that statement that jesus is, is he either liar lunatic or lord mm. so the the claims that he's making can he can either just be straight lying through his teeth yeah you know, which like no one likes a liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, or he can just be crazy in the head, you yeah. know, and just be making all of these claims and should be locked up. Yeah. You know, or what he's saying is actually true. And if it's true, like we have to make a decision about if we believe it or not and how we're going to live. Yeah, that's that's really, really good. Um, I think it just kind of hits the nail on the head, you know, with that with that question. And that whole Liar, Lunatic, Lord, great book to read over it is More Than Carpenter by mm-hmm. Josh McDowell. Um, we'll, we'll have some resources at the end, and we'll try and tag that also. Um, but, okay, let's jump a little bit to the next question is, how do we know that he is God? So, like, how, how can we know this? Is there something that shows us or tells us? Like, what do you think has really helped you navigate through this question mm-hmm. yeah I mean honestly like we've talked about this before but I am not very skilled at all of the theological <laughs> terms and just that whole realm of things like I'm not good at it <laughs> yeah like just remembering all the terms and um but I know for me understanding that Jesus is God really has been what has happened in my life Mm. So my life can speak of it and other people's lives that have been transformed, you know, tell of the truth that Jesus is God because Jesus is the one that they turn to and Jesus is the one that transformed their life, you know. Yeah. And so I think about my life uh, back in high school. I like was completely turned away from God and just like doing stupid stuff like partying and, you know, doing things with guys and smoking weed and drinking and just things I totally should not have been doing. And even at the end of the the end of my senior year, I was practicing Buddhism, you know, like one of my boyfriends like was into it. So I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to look into it, too. And I'm searching for something and, you know, just trying to fill that void in my life. And um, ultimately, there's a point where I was looking up just some meditation stuff about Buddhism, and um, I heard a voice speak to me, yeah. and I knew, like, yeah. like it just shook me so deep in my spirit that I knew that it was God, and He told me like you're not going to be satisfied in these things, yeah. and that like you you talked about at the beginning, this podcast should be simple, like to yeah. the common man, you know, and the cool thing about what God said to me was that it was just simple. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't some deep, long sentence, but it hit deep. 
in yeah. my spirit because it was God. Yeah, that's good. You know, and like for me, I know that Jesus is God just from the things that he saved me from, like just from the selfish life of destruction that I was living. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no other person that could have the power to take me from that kind of life mm-hmm. and change the way that I was. Yeah. You know, only the one true God could do that. That's good. That's awesome. Praise God. That's why you're here. <laughs> yes. That's why we met. <laughs> yeah. But I, that's that's so good. I think, I think it's so true that you know sometimes, just our story speaks volumes about uh, who Jesus is and who God is in our lives. You know, um, I think with me, I didn't have the same experience, but I grew up in a semi-religious home. Um, you know, we said that Jesus was God, that, you know, that there was a God and the Holy Spirit and all that stuff. Uh, but I never lived like it was true. You know, I just ascribed to it because my parents ascribed to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jesus is God. That's what the Bible says, I guess. You know, but never really never had never read the Bible. I honestly didn't even read the Bible up until I was almost in college. Um, you know, I went to these classes and they never like, you know, I may learn some verses, but I never opened the Bible to actually read it. Um, and I remember when I came to college, joined Chi Alpha, uh, met these wonderful men that, uh, loved me and cared about me and wanted me to know Jesus deeper, that they pushed me to read the Bible. And then it all started to make sense. You know, at first I was like, uh, I had like a King James version and sometimes I was like, the, thou, what, like what's going on? Uh, now I still only read the King James version, but I just love it cause I've learned to read it. Um, but it wasn't until they sat me down and helped me actually understand the Bible that I started to see that God really does, that Jesus does really claim that he is God and that like clicked in my head I was like wow that's amazing to think about that you know just how we said it's like a crazy person would say that you know (laughs) like I I, in the last one we said that it's like someone in England saying they're the queen of England yeah but obviously you're not (laughs) obviously you're not the queen of England because you're not like crazy person you're not 80 and a woman you're like a dude who's like 12 or 40 or whatever and you would say like you're crazy person but when I started to understand the things that he was saying and the implications that it meant not only at that time but what it means for me now was just eye opening Mm -hmm. you know and and obviously the Lord revealed himself to me through my friends through these friendships that I built that actually cared about me and you know and then he started to reveal himself to me and then he started to show me that he's my friend also and just like mind blowing you know um, but I think that's, I think that's the awesome thing is that God reveals himself to each of us differently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my story may sound similar to someone else's story and it may, you know, listeners, it may sound similar to your story. Um, but just like differences here and there yeah. or like yours, Kayla, like it may sound similar to someone else's story, but that's the amazing thing is that God reveals himself, you know, similar, but yet different to a lot of people. Yeah. He meets us where we are. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, it makes me think about how powerful, like, our God is. Like, Jesus proclaiming that he is God, Mm -hmm. but 
just the sense of what he does in people's lives. You know, yeah. when people do truly come to Jesus to, to save them and when they surrender to him, mm-hmm. it makes me think about this woman named Doreen Irving, I believe is her name. Um, but she, she it was like this huge Satanist, was actually the queen of the witches, like in England or something like that. Um, somewhere, you know, across the pond is what they would say. (laughs) Um, but just like, just in crazy past, you know, and you should just read the book, but really like just the things that God like transformed in her lives, like only happened because she came to Jesus, you know, and because he is God, he was the one that could transform her life. Yeah. You know, that's good. That's awesome. I think that's that's amazing. I, lo- I love hearing stories like that, you know. There's so many... You pick up any Christian biography about people that most likely are old and dead, and it's just like, <laughs> wow, like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Um, but it, it's amazing, because that's what God decided to reveal himself to them, you know. Um, and, you know, like I said, this isn't going to be a crazy theological topic, but... I did kind of want to go into, like, does he ever claim to be God? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's important. I think, um, you know, because there is a lot of people that say, well, he never openly states that he is God. He doesn't say, like, verbatim, I am God. Uh, but he does say some things that, in the context that you, that in that time, is him clearly stating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, we, we talked about the lot on the last go, we talked about John eight fifty eight, um, where before the Pharisees says before Abraham was, I am. And to me and you, that may sound just like, I don't know what he's saying. Just what does that even mean? But to them, the Pharisees would be like, they would remember that in the time of Moses at the burning bush. Moses asked him, who should I say that you are? And God says, say that I am. He says, I am the I am. So, like, and it's the same vernacular, mm-hmm. same same wordage. And the Pharisees immediately grab stones to stone him. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I, I think that part is important, like the verbiage mm-hmm. of what he said, like, he didn't say before Abraham was, I was, mm-hmm. because that completely changes it. Yeah. it. It could be just he's claiming to be that he's eternal. Yeah. You know, and uh, sometimes some crazy people claim that. Yeah. But the fact that he said before Abraham was, I am, he mm-hmm. used the same verbiage that God said yeah. at the burning bush. And that, I think, is what sets it apart. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and it, it is so cool because... The importance behind all these things is always context. Mm-hmm. You know, we we always have to contextualize what's going on, you know, and I am not a Jew from, you know, 20 AD in in Israel. I'm I'm a Mexican guy from Brownsville that <laughs> was born in uh, you know, before the two thousands, so I don't understand what they're saying, but uh like Again, he says it in John ten eleven. He says, I am the good shepherd. And he's going back to Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And so he's saying, like, I am the good shepherd, and the only thing that's good is God. So he's actually saying twice. He's like, I'm God, God. Mm. When I heard that, I was like, what? Like, 
how did I not understand that? Um, and then uh, he also makes that huge claim that he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And that just shuts every other thing out. He's like saying that unless you come through me, you will not meet God. Yeah, I am the way. Yeah. Like there's no other ways. Mm-hmm. Like not all these ways lead to the same point. Like I am the way to yeah. God. You know, I am God. Yeah. You know. It's huge. Verbiage always. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so important. And I think um I think it's amazing that he says these types of things. You know. Um and the and the crazy thing is that it's not just him. There's other people in the Bible that Stay that state that he is God not only through their words but through their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of uh, in Matthew eight two the leper that he heals falls to his knees and worships him, mm-hmm. which to us were like oh worship whatever. But they would only worship God. Anything else that they worship was an idol. So they're dropping to their knees and worshiping him, and instead of stopping him, he. He doesn't stop him. He doesn't tell him to stop doing that. Um, and, you know, you see it time and time again. So there's there's so many verses about it. So if you guys haven't looked it up, look it up. It's very helpful. Yeah. I mean, that makes me think of uh, kind of what we said at the beginning of, like, his claims cause us to make a decision about what we believe and how we choose to act and live, like, after that. And so just the fact that his life and, you know, the the actions that he chose to take, you know, when he was healed, yeah, like told that Jesus is God. Totally. And so just thinking about like, if you're a believer, you know, and you believe that Jesus is God, what are the things that you're doing that proclaims that Jesus is God? Mm, you know? Good. Yeah, that's really good. Like, how is your life really lived out by that, that truth? Mm-hmm. That's, that's super good. And, uh, I think it's so important for us to live that way, you know? Because, you know, sometimes we say we're the only Bible anybody will ever read or um, the way that we act. It, it really does expose our faith mm-hmm. and what we believe, you know. And if we don't act like how we say we should act, then we don't really have faith in what we believe, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that case in point, that last comment goes to like our final question. And the final question is is if he is God, then what does that mean for us? Mm -hmm. What does that mean for our lives, for our relationships, for everything that we do? What does that mean for us? Um, And I think what it truly means is that we have to live our lives the way that he asks us to live. Like you said, the claims that he makes make a claim on us. And the question is, how do we answer those claims? Um, You know, I think about obviously our marriage, how it is, what he says about marriage and what he says about uh, men and women being together. What does that mean for us? What does that look in our lives? When I look at our children, what does it mean to raise Mm -hmm. children that love Jesus and to love them well, you know? Um, I think that, I think it pushes and it pushes me to strive to be more like him and to know him more. Mm-hmm. You know, because I can only be like someone who I know. You know, I can talk about, uh, I don't know, some famous person like... Uh, Shakespeare. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I use famous, but <laughs> like, like personally now, uh, I think of like, uh, like Robert Downey Jr. You know, I know he's Iron Man. I know some of his old movies and things like that, but do I actually know him? No, because I can't spend time with him. I wish I could. <laughs> I'm sure he's a cool guy, but, mm-hmm. um, but I can spend time with Jesus. I can read his Bible. I can pray. I can spend time with godly people that love Jesus and show maybe some aspects that I wouldn't see in the Bible. Um, and it helps me to know him more, you know, and it pushes me to act more like him, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's that's kind of what it means for me. It, it pushes me to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there should always be like a call to action, mm-hmm. you know, like his claims do make a call to action, you know. And so for believers, it really is how, like I said before, how are you living out this truth in your life? Yeah. So whether that be in your personal time or like while you're at work or to your family, like what are the ways that you are portraying that truth of Jesus as God? Mm-hmm. You know, but then I think about on the other hand, like if you're listening to this and you don't believe that, my question really would be is like what you're living for worth it? Yeah. You know, is it really like what is it what is it leading to you or leading to you know in the end run like after everything's done like is what you're living for really worth what your whole life was spent yeah you know and if if you believe in Jesus like you can ask the same thing as well like is what you're living for worth Jesus dying for yeah oh that's good you know yeah so i don't know i think either way like it should always cause us to examine the way that we live and mm. what we are living for. Mm. That's super. You know, cool. and is the thing that you're living for <laughs> like is it is it true? Is it saving? Is it, you know, yeah. Restoring? Like all of those things. That's so good. Yeah. And I think that's so important to think about. You know, because it really it makes you look intrinsically. Mm-hmm. It makes you look at yourself and say, what am what is holding me back or what is stopping me from doing these things, you know? And I think if you live for something that isn't worth living for, or in the end isn't, you know, like you said, restoring or fulfilling, like, it's it, it takes a toll on you, you know? Uh, I, I mean, man was made with a purpose, mm-hmm. you know? And to us, we feel that God and Jesus give us the greatest purpose. Yeah. You know, um, so thank you so much. That's so good. I mean, I don't even know where to go from there. I think that was so good. I think that I think um, you know. I hope I hope everyone that's hearing this is blessed. You know, is uh, is ministered to by this. Um, and before we sign off, uh, I I've heard a lot of you know. There's always good resources. Um, because the Bible is, case in point, the book that you should be reading if you want to know more about Jesus. But there are other godly men and women that have written books that help us to grow closer to Jesus in, like, in tandem with the Bible. But, like, if I would say tandem, I'd say, like, they're like a little, like a little seat next to it. Like, mm-hmm. like the Bible's a big seat, you know? Yeah. And this is just a... It's, it's a reinforcer. Yeah, it just, re- it helps you, it helps you build up a little bit more so what are some 
maybe some books or podcasts or videos or whatever that have helped you in this subject? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, something I read before this was The Living God by Richard DeHaan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, there's two DeHaans, but I think it was Richard DeHaan. Um, Just pretty much going over all of the different aspects of Jesus and how he ties into being God, like just tying it all together, you yeah. know, and it breaks it down in these really simple chapters and uh, it's very easy to read. So I would recommend reading that. Um, another book that helped me, which is always just a great book to read anyways, it is called The Nature and Character of God by Winky Prattney. And that is, uh, that's a big read. Yeah. <laughs> but anything that you're like just thinking about or like, who is God? Like, what is he like? Like you can just go to the specific chapter and just read about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then earlier I mentioned that, uh, the woman named Doreen Irving, mm-hmm. uh, she has a book, it's her biography, uh, called from witchcraft to Jesus or Her from Christ. witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft to Christ. And that is probably one of the best biographies I've ever read. Yeah. Like, just crazy. The story that's told, like, it just is totally engaging the whole time. And just to see, you know, the things that she was restored from is yeah. incredible. It's so good. Yeah. Those are good books. Mm-hmm. What and, about you? Uh, <laughs> oh, before, if you're reaching, reading Nature and Character of God, you're a G. I I have trouble reading that book. It and is hard. It is so hard, but uh, it's a it's a great book. It's helped me through a lot of difficult uh, questions and situations with that. Um, I would say for me, um, there is one book that I've told like every person that I've met that they need to get. It's called The Incomparable Christ by J. Oswald Sanders. Amazing book. It's super. It's super easy to read. Each chapter is like three to four pages, so you finish one, and you're like, oh, I should read another one. But each chapter is just full of so much information, and it just helps you to grow uh, in knowing who God or who Jesus is. Um, second, I would say there's a great book if you want to know the, con- the context of everything that Jesus is saying or his life. Uh, it's called Jesus Through Middle Eastern Eyes by Kenneth Bailey phenomenal book it's a thick read uh, but it helps you understand where jesus was ministering to and why the things that he say are so important uh, and why they carry so much weight in that culture um so phenomenal read and then the last book it's probably gonna get shouted out every every podcast uh, my great friend and mentor Kyle Morota is called these things um but the amazing thing is that in each chapter that he writes Uh, at the very end of each chapter there is a suggested reading Uh, and it just has so many books and resources to help you grow in whatever uh, whatever topic he's talking about in that chapter and he has one on the nature and character of God so um, we just want to thank you I want to thank you Kayla for being here Hey, thanks for having me. Good thing we live together. This was easy to record again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, we just want to hear. We just want to thank every single person that's listening. Uh, we love you, and we hope that this blesses you. And if you ever have any questions, um, we'll have our Instagram handle on mm-hmm. the uh, on the description, description of the podcast. Uh, and you can always shoot us a message over Instagram. Yeah, we would love to get connected. Yeah, we would love to get connected. And then uh, be on the lookout if you follow us, if you start to follow us on Instagram. We'll try and uh, post before every uh, podcast episode 
what are some questions that you may have over the topic? Mm-hmm. Um, so send those in. We want to answer your questions. We want to we want to help you uh, grow in your faith. So thank you so much, guys. We love you. I hope the Lord uh, blesses you and just shines upon you. And uh, thank you for listening.